0: Welcome to the Being Reborn podcast. I am your host, Vanessa Baganati. Think of this podcast as your dose of inspiration to step into your higher self because it is time to live your full alignment, and I am here to guide you. Thank you so much for being here today. Let's dive in. Hello there. Welcome to episode four, part four. On the last few episodes, I talked about why I chose the name Being Reborn, which is all about the death and rebirth of ourselves that we go through over and over again in this lifetime. I also chatted about two major events that had triggered so much pain, that death and rebirth for me, so thank you so much if you listened to those, because they were a bit heavy. But without destruction, there is no creation. So this is the episode about the creation. So I am recording this podcast super jet lagged. I have just arrived back to the U.S. after being away for the last seven months. So let's let's take a moment, step back and tell you how I got here. So after I healed from my health issues, I was in a much better place in life. I was in a long-term relationship. I was really growing into this new version of myself. I had started my business, which I was very excited about. I learned how to ski. I was becoming this outdoorsy person, and I was really falling in love with life again. But like I mentioned before in the last episode, I always felt like something was missing even though I was starting to really enjoy life again. And, you know, post-chronic illness, I think this was a really important time for me to just enjoy life. But like I said, I had stopped listening to my intuition fully. So my relationship ended I spent months healing from that heartbreak and really focused on myself, and really it took about a year and a half to put all my pieces back together. Because I am a coach, I did know how important it was to invest your time, money, and energy in yourself, so I really poured back into myself. I focused on clean eating, working out, going more inward, deeper emotional healing, working through childhood wounds since I was back with my family, clearing, getting clear on the life that I wanted to create, and using visualizations to see this, to, you know, manifest this. I really slowed down and I softened and I came back into my feminine energy, which I had been in such a hyper-masculine state for so long, especially coming from the corporate world, starting a business. Um, yeah. So I was back in this quote unquote healing era again, but this healing looked different than it did the last time. Lucky for me, I had a lot of tools to help, but I still went through it. And this is when I really got into tapping or emotional freedom technique, and it made huge shifts for me. So about a year and a half in... I was doing much better, I was in a better place, I had kept my heart open, I went through the pain and came out the other side, stronger, yet vulnerable, soft and feminine, more confident in myself, and just overall a better version of me. But I still really felt stuck, you know, I was back in Connecticut where I grew up and it was no longer serving me. You know, I do believe that it played a part in my healing and allowed me to heal deeper, But at this point, I was like, no, this is complete. But I was having so much fear of change coming up. And honestly, I was holding myself back. And I started slipping back into this victim mindset until I went on a girl's trip to Florida with some of my friends. And when I changed my environment, I realized how much I was allowing myself to stay stuck because I felt such a huge energetic difference. When I changed my environment and I realized I'm doing this to myself, I always had a choice and I was choosing to stay stuck and I was choosing to stay small. So literally while I was in Florida, I decided I needed to move to be moved. So I still didn't have a calling on somewhere where I necessarily wanted to plant down and move to. And honestly, I still don't. Uh, But I knew that with all this growth that had happened in Connecticut, I needed a change and my time was complete and I wanted to get back into that creative flow. And in order to do that, I needed to get out of this space. So I booked a one-way ticket to London with no plans. (laughs) i was feeling really drawn to london my intuition was calling me there and i was like all right whatever let's go let's do this so i booked a two-week stay a plane ticket and literally left six weeks later talk about not really giving myself much time to prepare um (laughs) but something told me when i left on this trip that i would be changed forever and that i was going to be away for a while I can't explain this. I just intuitively felt this knowing that this was going to happen. So I took off to London by myself. I decided to work remotely there. And when I was there, I decided that I was going to completely surrender myself to God and whatever this trip was meant to look like, I had put it in the universe's hands. I was ready to be moved and I was ready to serve. And that's what I did. I The last seven months were purely... Intuitive. So I can truly say that the person who left in May is a completely different person who has just come back now in December. But let me tell you, there have been ups and downs for sure. I don't want to paint this picture that it was perfect in every way. It was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. But I did live out of a suitcase for seven months. I had to process so many emotions. That needed to come out that I didn't realize could not come out in the last year and a half. Things did not always work according to plan, but again it was a very life-changing experience and I am so grateful for it. Was it terrifying? 100%. <laughs> But these terrifying things, these are our way of pushing our window of tolerance and our boundaries, and it's really how we grow. So nothing forces you to grow quickly, like completely changing your environment every few weeks. Anyways. So I completely surrendered. I ended up extending my time in London. I absolutely loved it there. And I went on to travel to Portugal after that and met the most amazing people who I'm still friends with and have gotten to continue to see, which is amazing. Uh, Some of my friends from home visited me. I ended up in another country. I ended up on a tiny island. And after three months, I ended up back in London where I just stayed for the last few months. And it was incredible. So I wanted to share some lessons behind this because this is the rebirth, right? After all that pain I went through, I alchemized that pain and I turned it into my purpose. I turned it into my passion. I turned it into a better version of myself. So this version of me is so different than any past version of myself. I love this version of me and I'm so grateful that I went through all of that pain through my health journey through that breakup to become this version of myself. Yeah it was painful and it sucked it did I won't lie to you but this version of me is the best version I've ever been and I truly say this humbly and I wanted to share the major lessons that I learned because the rebirth part is amazing. So I learned so much on this journey. I really did. I really strengthened my connection with the universe and I realized that I had some pain and some wounding there. And after this experience, I was able to fully trust. I can clearly see that there is no way anything is a coincidence or even the people that we meet. But I also learned that the universe takes its time and is not rushed. So I met the most amazing people along my path. I, I did. But when I was in France, I didn't it was coming up to the end of my France stay and I had no idea where I was going next. Everything felt like a no. My intuition was not coming through clearly. I didn't know where to go. And I had 24 hours left in France and nothing booked. (laughs) Let me tell you, I was anxious to say the least. I realized it was because I did not give myself time to sit in stillness to hear myself clearly on what I really needed and when I finally did that I realized how tired I was from pushing myself over and over and over again and I needed to just relax so I said okay what is going to look like that I need a week to just recollect myself I ended up going to Milan because it's a major hub so I was like okay I can take a train there it's a major hub for getting to new destinations and I've been there before, so I know that I can just focus on getting some work done, regrounding, collecting myself. I literally got a haircut while I was there, <laughs> like stocked up on some new things. Like I actually texted my friend who lives in Italy and I was like, where can I get paste?" <laughs> so yeah, I ended up in Milan and I took some time. I got clear on what I wanted for the next place, right? Because I was feeling a little bit out of alignment And I was walking around Milan, I was like, okay, I want to be somewhere in nature, that's where I feel my highest self, that's where I feel the most grounded, Um, where should I go? So I'm walking around, walking around through Milan, and let me tell you, I walked by this restaurant called Madeira, and knew that this was my next location, and let me tell you, the universe was spot on. I loved Madeira. The nature was incredible. The water, the hiking, it really filled up my soul. And later I found out that one of my astrocartography lines goes right near Madeira, which made so much sense as to why I felt such a deep connection to this land. It was incredible. But the thing was, I knew I wanted to go to Madeira weeks ago, but I was resisting it. I was resisting it the intuitive download I was like "Mm, I don't know if I want to go all the way over there it's quite far from where I currently am and I was resisting it and blocking it and what the universe was telling me and when I finally surrendered the universe was like hello we've been trying to tell you to go to Madeira (laughs) and I'm so glad I surrendered again so that you know this entire time it was up and down with surrendering I don't want to say I completely surrendered no problem the entire time it was like coming back to trust every now and then. Anyways, another lesson I learned is home is not a place. Home is within yourself and the people you meet on your journey. Being in a foreign country for that amount of time really makes you have to create home within yourself because you're staying in so many different places. You're constantly uprooted. It is incredibly humbling and lonely at times. And also, the people you meet start to feel like home. There is something about connecting with someone else's soul that just makes you feel like, ah, uh, yeah, I remember you. And I felt that with so many people along this journey, and it really touched my heart. Another big lesson I learned was nothing really matters that we are one person on a small planet in an infinite galaxy. I had a moment when I was consistently wearing like oversized t-shirts and shorts. I literally only had a suitcase to my name and I was the happiest person. I was the happiest I had ever been in my entire life. I know this sounds wild, especially because right after this, I went to London where everybody is incredibly dressed and I was like, oh my God. But it was eye-opening to see that all these things that I stress over or how I look, all this stuff, it doesn't matter. What matters, to me at least, is that I'm safe and that I can spread love. Obviously, there are some things that matter, but I was just incredibly grateful in this experience and this realization. So the next thing I want to talk about is creating my dream life. The This is a major thing that had come up for me. I would never have gone on this journey if I ignored my intuition and settled for the past life I had created. While I had created a beautiful life for myself prior to this, it was not my soul's calling. And I was settling because I knew that it, I was meant for something bigger than this. And I knew I was playing small. So I'm so grateful that I didn't ignore that intuitive thought because I could have stayed. I could have suppressed my inner knowing and not gone through all of that pain, but I would have looked back when I was in my eighties and said, what if, and I would I would have forever regretted that. When I was sick, when I was bedridden, when I was riddled with pain, I dreamt of traveling because at that time I couldn't do it. And I'm so happy and I'm so grateful that I worked up the courage to absolutely destroy everything I knew to find this rebirth, to create this new version of me and to start co-creating the life that I have always dreamed of. And I want you to know that you are capable of that too. You have to listen to your inner calling and listen. Your your life doesn't have to look like mine. It doesn't. If you want to have kids, you want to live a slow life, you want to be a stay-at-home mom, whatever it is, that's your purpose. And I want you to do you and I'm here for you and I support you and I'm rooting for you, but always follow that intuition. It's going to lead you to your purpose. It is guiding you on your path. And I believe that when we have desires, there is a reason because it is something that you are destined for if you are willing to risk it. So as someone who has risked everything, I can confidently say that this has been the most incredible journey this past year. I feel like I have come out the other side. I feel closer to my purpose, to who I am meant to be, closer to God. I've surrendered more, ready to serve in whatever way the collective needs because I know that by listening to my intuition, it will all work out. I will definitely be going through more death and rebirths in this lifetime. Change is always a constant. And that is okay, but now I know that going through them can be a great catalyst for creation, and that's, that's okay. The last thing I wanted to highlight is on when I say co-creating my life, I consciously co-create my life, and I co-create it with the universe, or God, whatever feels good. Because I know what I want, but I don't always know what I need. And I trust that the divine, that the universe knows what I am meant here for. So I can consciously choose what I want, but knowing that God might have a different plan for me. Trust me, I think I know what I want. (laughs) And then the universe is like, no, you're going this way. And I'm like, okay, I will just surrender to that. Anyways, this was a long story, but I wanted to share this positive side of all of this, this rebirth, this creation So let me know if this resonated for for you. I would love to hear from you and keep following your inner calling. Now that I have shared my full story, it's time to get into some other things. So stay tuned for next week's episode where we dive into some different topics. I want to say that I see you, I am sending you love, and I'm always supporting you. So I do want to just highlight that this podcast is solely funded by me. I do not get paid to do this. So please consider leaving me a review. It would help spread the word on this and really just mean so much to me. So thank you for holding space. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will chat soon.